1: All right, on this uh, lovely Monday, Al, how you be, dude? Oh, hi, Jerry.
2: And a couple more details, if you want, from the, my experience with Dan going to the Bruce Springsteen show and how yeah, it was a disaster. Yeah, I
1: felt bad. Dan sounded like he really had a good time. Oh, I'm sure he did.
2: Most people that are oblivious to the world have a great time I know, at but you,
1: you, I guess what threw me off was when you said you thought he might be angry with you and clearly that wasn't the case at all. Well he he was angry with me
2: at the end of the night when he wanted to film me and I said I gave the finger to his camera and hey. I said let me watch the show. Oh you don't have to be so angry. Uh listen I'm not a I told everyone like I'm not a pleasure to go to a concert with because I'm there in my own head to watch the show. To watch the show and I and, I, and a lot of people are there to have a party. Yes, that is very true. You know what I mean and 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 I think it's more on me that I'm not there to have a party. I'm there to... Like, music to me really should, I guess, be a one-on-one experience where okay. I just listen to... I should just listen to music and not go to music.
1: Or be in a suite by yourself.
2: <laughs> yeah. Or go to a show that I don't have uh, that much... Um, Connection uh, to? Yeah. Like looking at... Uh, we talked about Brian Adams. Yeah. Brian Adams might be fun. I don't have a deep connection to Brian Adams, so I'm right. not going to. But the problem is when the tickets for things are so expensive, you better have a pretty good connection to the music or why are you going? Agreed.
1: People go to get drunk and party.
2: Yeah, but I don't understand that for an expensive ticket. Sure. And especially being down in what they call the pit or the general admission area.
1: How, forget the Dan part of it. How was it watching a show on your feet for like that for a couple of hours? I didn't
2: mind. I, I, I kind of was used to that and like going to see shows in in smaller clubs. Okay, over, you know, throughout my years, it's tiring. Yeah, I definitely, I, I definitely get tired. And then the sooner. sound was good. Yeah, sound was great. Actually, be, it Actually, was super loud. I was going to say, it's got to be cool being that close too, though. It was it's like you could literally see the veins in his arms. I and, think that's uh, awesome. That was cool. That part was very cool, but uh, you're, you're also surrounded by so many more. Jackasses.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. It
2: is just so super. The other thing I found interesting was there were a lot of... Now, again, these tickets in that section were very expensive. Whether you bought them on the secondary market or straight up from Ticketmaster, Mm -hmm. they were pricey. So to see a number of people, couples that looked like they were 20 years old. Oh,
1: I don't understand,
2: man. I don't get it. I I don't don't know if they're friends of somebody in the band or behind the scenes, because they didn't really appear to know what was going on, and yet they were in the most expensive
1: area. Oh, you know how many people complain to me about money, and then I see them on wherever, Instagram or wherever it is, and they're on these $12,000 vacations? Yeah. Like, I thought you just couldn't write the check for $92 for a jersey, but you're in Aruba. Yes. What? I know, it's very strange. It's nuts. Yeah, and then... what well, about this? Got no money, season tickets to see the Rangers.
2: Huh? Yeah, and it also reminds me, like, we took issue, I was one of them, with not only Bruce Springsteen, but um, Taylor Swift, which which was that that why didn't they do something about Ticketmaster right. doing what they call dynamic pricing, which is when the demand is high, Ticketmaster charges more money. Yep. And they're right. Like, why should Bruce Springsteen and Taylor Swift not get that money if if people are going to pay it? Regardless. Regardless. So why should somebody on the secondhand market who has nothing to do with Bruce Springsteen get the profit from those tickets?
1: I guess the question would be is at what point are we getting to too much? I guess when... when it, I didn't think we've... I thought we'd be long past there with these numbers, and we're not. We're not. Is $2,000 for a ticket too much?
2: I mean, again, I looked around, the place was packed.
1: I know. I know. It's So it's... I'm all
2: for, like, this free market system with uh, if if the people are willing to pay it, uh, yeah. keep charging it. I agree. I don't disagree. I think it stinks. That's what brought up my what? thing about but similarly when when the people at Starbucks went on strike. If enough people don't like working at Starbucks, they'll have to change their ways. But if they could keep getting people at minimum wage, why wouldn't they? Right. That is true. It's very strange. Yeah. The other thing Dan did when we first got there, he was five beers in, and uh, we're we're getting in, we're in line. It was a crazy line to get in. Dan is yelling to people, "I'm drinking his beer." He had an algebra. He's a celebrity. Yeah, that's embarrassing. It's embarrassing.
1: Yes, I know.
2: Because people who don't know who you are, More which like, is the overwhelming majority of people are like, who the hell is this guy think he's a celebrity? <laughs>
1: and you feel like a jackass. Yeah, you feel like a jackass. I agree. Ass. I agree. I have friends that do that stuff, too, and it yeah. drives me nuts. Yeah. I t- they think they're being funny right. and having fun with it. it. It's not funny. It's not funny. I, I understand. I got But you. I did
2: run into a lot of people when I was trying to find Dan to meet up with Dan. Tons of uh, listeners to the show and That's the podcast was really cool. That, is that part was really nice. That is great. People were very sweet.
1: So you are a celebrity.
2: That's right, Jerry. Uh, other quick thing I forgot to mention, Dan. You know, around there's a there's a part of the stage where there's like a um, a raised path that Bruce Springsteen can walk out on, okay, and walk into the crowd where he's raised up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Dan decided before the show when he finished one of his many beers, leave an empty can up there. Yeah. Oh, I was kidding. No. <laughs> no. I was joking. No. To which I loved this move. An older woman who was hanging out back there, yeah, brought his can back to him. She goes, "I think you forgot this can. How
1: about that?"
2: He goes, "No, I put it up there. Someone will throw it out."
1: <laughs>
2: I said to him, "I go, thank you." I go, "Imagine Bruce Springsteen tears his ACL because he slips on a Dan and Carter
1: a beer that's can. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I throw the. So when you so you drove, I drove. Yeah. By the time you got in the car, we were you just so mad that you ruined the night. When I was leaving, yeah,
2: oh yeah, when I was leaving, I was furious. Wow!
1: I called Gina. I was screaming. I'm sorry to hear that.
2: Yeah, but then afterwards, the next day, I, I had the memories again. You had the memories. I had the good memories. Kind of yeah. like
1: you were screaming in the parking lot yeah. in
2: Newark. I oh. did meet uh, this guy who's been working security for Bruce Springsteen for many years, a okay. former FBI guy, very listener of the show. I saw him in the. I guess he does security in the, in the pit area yeah, where, yeah. where at these shows. So he was very. he was very cool. He gave me a heads up of what. You know, special songs of the night. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was very nice. I had a nice conversation with him, which was funny because Dan is Dan was standing behind him used, doing the thing with your hand where like the guy's talking too much.
1: <laughs> and you're enjoying the conversation. And I'm enjoying the
2: conversation. And I'm asking him more questions. Oh, boy. And then when I, when that conversation breaks off, Dan comes over, he goes, I swear, he, says, he goes, boy, some people have no awareness of what's going on. Uh, yeah, you. <laughs> no, no, he goes, he goes, some people have no self-awareness. I said, I was actually enjoying the conversation with this guy.
1: I really thought Friday night was going to go great. Yes. Because I like Dan. I think think Dan gets a bad rap. Yes. I just think the problem is he drinks so much. Yeah, I can see that. At these events. And you're right, because when I had lunch with him, it was after work. It was was great. I'm like, this is a good dude. Yep. But I've never dealt with him drunk except for at our shows. Right. When he gets himself in trouble, and then he can't come participate.
2: Right. So... I think I was somewhere in the middle there.
1: All right. Fair enough.
2: Um, what else do I have for you, Jerry? Oh, there's a, I know I always tell you this, a new Netflix documentary. Oh, God almighty. This one is on the the Boston Marathon bomber. Yeah. And again, here's the weird thing. This happened in 2013. Ten year, actually, I think it's 10 years ago. Today? Uh, April 13th. So it was a couple of days ago. Okay. Or no, April 18th. It's tomorrow. Okay. April 18th of 2013. And they're
1: running now, right?
2: Uh, yes. Yeah. And I guess this is why I put it now. 10 years later. Again, the footage and the people I talk to in these documentaries is unbelievable how they get this stuff. But again, this was only 10 years ago. We were here doing the show. Yeah. I don't know. I knew none of these. I don't recall any of these details. It was, I feel so like, what am I,
1: why do I not retain this stuff? Because, uh, my guess would be, when this is all you do. Yeah. I th- So remember I always tell you I do these games, and I don't remember the details a half hour after the game's over. Yeah. I legit, whether it's good, bad, sad, terrible, whatever word you want to use, I think we consume so much, and it's more than four hours a day because it's the prep that goes into it. It's the hour beforehand. Not in 13 it wasn't, but yeah, now it is. I think you're dealing with six, seven hours a day of nothing but sports stories that a lot of crap just blends. It just does. And I know we we talked a lot about it. Of course we did. But we also talked a lot about last year's Super Bowl. Yeah. Who played in it? Not the one that just ended. Last year. No idea. Right. Top of your head, yet you were there. Mm -hmm. Not at the game, but you were there all week. We covered the teams. We (laughs) spent a week discussing it. Their wins leading up to it. We talked about the game the next day. And it's just, it's gone. It was a Super Bowl. This wasn't a right. week three game. Right. It was the Rams. Remember, they won the Super Bowl. If you say so, Jerry. Right. It was the Rams. I. Yeah, last year. I don't even Rams. know. Yeah. I do not even and know. And the Rams were bad this year. Remember Beckham tore his right. ACL before, during the, yes. in the first quarter? Yes. Yes, But I I really do believe that's part of it. I think we just got so much going on. It just gets <laughs> not lost. It just the details get fuzzy.
2: Uh, here's another. Uh, po- this is p- p- political, but in a, in a good way, I think. I think... I think it's very interesting to see how our presidents react to huge tragedy. Now we got the George Bush after nine eleven. Yeah, like he got on TV and he was pissed, right? Yeah, I thought he was great. Yeah, he was great, and like he people didn't like George Bush, and then that happened. His reaction to it, people they they showed on in this documentary that when Obama was president and he went to Boston after this, he was pissed, mm-hmm. and it came across so like. A real leader, yeah, pissed off. We're gonna get these guys. Mm -hmm. They did this to the wrong city. Like he was, and you could like tell he was like angry, pissed off. I love to see that.
1: I saw. That's what
2: I want in a president: a
1: guy who could get pissed off. I saw Obama. A clip of Obama recently. Yeah, I don't know who he was talking. Maybe it was a rally for Biden. I don't even know. But I only caught like thirty seconds of it, and I'm like, I miss this guy, right? He looks like a president. Yes. He talks like a president. And you know what, Al? At the end of the day, I don't know what the hell he did. I, re- I don't. Right. But I knew when I looked at him, I actually felt like we had a guy running the country and yes. what the hell he was doing. Right. Here's a president. These last eight years, I don't know what the hell's gone on.
2: Yeah. There's something to be said bad. for like even the other countries to look at you and go, "Yes, there's a president. Yes.
1: I, I agree. Yeah. I felt that way about Bill Clinton. Yes, very presidential looking. George Bush Senior was very yes. presidential and looking, and I thought Bush Junior didn't look like that until 9-11. Right. and then all of a sudden looked and acted the part. I don't know it ended badly again for him, but there was a time his approval rating was off the yes. charts for about two years there. But I'm with you, like I'm not. And Trump did great things. I'm not saying he didn't. He also divided a lot of people too. He's a crazy guy. But I do feel like people around the world looked at him like that's a lunatic. Now we got a guy who it looks like he can't put a sentence together. Where's Obama? Well, the other Can weird he run thing, again?
2: The other weird thing, too, is like Rudy Giuliani, like after
1: 9 11. Yeah.
2: Like, and now he's like kind of a weird He's, a, he's weird become
1: dude. like a caricature of himself. Yeah. Older. Something's happened Man, there. Gotta, I don't know what. Something's happened. You got to do your quality years and then get out. Yeah. Like
2: out of uh, public. Uh, That's why, the, like, for the Republicans,
1: eye. like DeSantis. Yeah. He at least looks the part to yeah, me. Yeah, he looks
2: like a po like a, right but then he president. might be a
1: schmuck. I don't right. know. But he looks like I don't know, man. I don't know.
2: Yeah, you can't have a president who's a hundred years old. No. You can't have a crazy guy like
1: and these are not big asks, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, we didn't we didn't ask you to uh, to solve world hunger yeah. or to, to to find the cure for cancer. Yeah. We're saying don't be a lunatic or an old guy. <laughs> yeah, like we, like I want other countries to look at our president and go, I don't going to screw around with
2: like this guy is uh like this guy is
1: measured and will screw us up if we yeah. do them wrong. Right. Yeah, remember we when, need that. Remember on the show I said I I said Biden was like eighty? Yeah. I remember Mark like he called you immediately. He's not eighty. Correct him. He's only seventy three or whatever it was at the time. Okay, he looks like he's eighty, yeah, he's and he acts old. like he's eighty. He's a very old fella. He sure seems like
2: it. Then I wanted you to. I, I tweeted something on uh, over the weekend, which I actually got thoughtful, real responses to, wow. which was so shocking to me, Jerry. Well, I got
1: many of those.
2: Yeah, me neither. I'm not even sure why I even thought to float this out there. I retweeted somebody a doctor's tweet, and I asked, "What are your thoughts?" On this tweet, okay, and I got very nice, very good responses. And the tweet I retweeted was a, a doctor saying, "Fat shaming is harmful and unacceptable." At the other extreme, obesity normalization ignores the strong association with metabolic dysfunction, hypertension, diabetes, heart attack, stroke, Alzheimer's, and cancer. So I wanted, to, and then the the person who tweeted this put up like a picture that says. Telling an obese person with health issues not to lose weight because they're beautiful is like telling an alcoholic not to stop drinking
1: because they are fun. Mm -hmm. And I got some really nice thought-out responses to that from people. I said, so they have those shows, Thousand Pound Sisters. And I guess it was Saturday. Was it Saturday night? I forget. But Kim and I were watching TV, and she was flicking around, and she saw one of those. And I said, I just my take was I don't understand the popularity of these. They're going to die young and they're celebrating. It's weird. Some episodes, not that I watch it a lot, but you know, Kim has seen it and I'll watch a couple minutes where they're here and there. And there are some where they're, you know, they get themselves all dressed up and they're talking about how beautiful they are and they love their bodies. Other episodes, they're crying. They're so emotional. Because yeah. They know they're in bad shape. And I'm thinking like, that's the perfect example. We're putting them on TV. We're celebrating it, but it's, they have no chance to live a full life
2: right it's sad it's i actually like, think those shows are on tv to make you feel better about yourself when you're watching cuz you could watch and go oh i may be 30 pounds overweight oh, i'm not 1000 pounds yes
1: yeah, I, I i don't know why those shows are on tv yeah. to be quite honest i don't
2: yeah it's just weird like i, I think the the point of it was like okay fat shaming Clearly don't do that. But you can't celebrate unhealthy, an unhealthy lifestyle. It just doesn't make sense.
1: Right. You want to be that, that's fine. But we don't have to applaud it. I mean, you are you are going to put yourself in a casket a lot sooner than you yes. should. Right. I mean, at least the, the, the stats would show that. Correct. There are certain outliers that might be very heavy into their 70s and 80s, I guess. Yeah. Mo- you don't see a lot of 80-year-old 300-pound people. You do not. It's not, but you, your heart can't handle it. Right. Yeah, no, it's, I know, I know. It's a, It's a very, it's an interesting balance not to shame people, but also not to applaud it. Correct.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. There's no need to go to the, ex- either extreme. No. Of like trash somebody. No, or no. This is awesome. Right. Good job by you. How about somewhere in the middle? Somewhere in the middle. Because I was in the, uh, I actually went to the uh, Short Hills Mall. That is a bougie ass mall, Jerry. Is it? I don't think I've ever been there. Oh my gosh. It's way high-end stores for the mm-hmm. most part and then they have some other regular sh- mall stores thrown in there. Okay. But there's like a lot of high-end like just uh, Louis Vuitton. Yeah, like things like that. Like a whole store of just Louis Vuitton bags. Gucci? Gucci's in there I'm sure like it's... it's just high-end. And <clears throat> We just Gina and I happen to be up that way for her school, so w- w- we were like, let's stop in and see if we could find anything for this boomer um uh Event. Event. We both. Well, I'll put my. I did. We were walking by. Um, what's the launch? Victoria's Secret. Yeah. And I stopped dead. Like I, I like to take a peek into Victoria's Secret, and I walk by, I like to see women looking at panties, Jerry. You know what I mean. I'm like everybody else, red blooded American. I took a glance in there. I stopped dead in my tracks, staring in the store. All of the mannequins were obese. Really? Yes. Obese mannequins. I've never seen that. Um, with lingerie.
1: Huh. It was crazy. I've never seen that. In all the times I've passed by, I've never yeah, noticed that. I
2: think this is a new thing they're doing.
1: Well, if you watch TV, and you don't see commercials anymore because yeah. you just stream, but... On television, a lot of these commercials now are heavy people. Yeah, like uh, Nix. Is that the women's new uh, underwear commercial that you see? I don't and know bras? that Nix bras. I think K N I X. I believe it's okay. called. Okay, um, most of the models, actresses in those in those commercials yeah. are heavy. Yeah, you don't you don't see it's actually. Here is what I've noticed watching channels like Ion Pop. All these shows that have the NCISs and the, blue the bloods running. Yeah. yeah, yeah where they run seasons at a time. Yeah. A lot of um a lot of gay couples, a lot of mixed race couples and a lot of heavy people. Yeah. And it's almost as if you if you just see a normal white couple, normal black couple, family, you know, whatever in in good shape, that's rare now. You really see everything else, which is fine. I mean, it's just definitely different, you know, but that's noticeable. Yeah. The last year or so, I would say.
2: Yeah, I was actually, I even said to Gina, because we were in Nordstrom's, and they had not plus-size mannequins. And I said, this actually looks strange to me, because most of the places I go now, the mannequins are plus-size mannequins. Mm. I didn't think I'd see it exclusively at Victoria's Secret, Uh, where there weren't non-heavy mannequins.
1: Yeah. That would be a five for me. That'd be a first. I've never yeah. seen that. What
2: well, was the first for me? That's why it stopped me dead in
1: my tracks. I hear you. I'm surprised you didn't do a clever uh, social media. But I didn't know what to do, Joe. I don't want to offend anybody. I you want did to well. Get anybody nothing. upset? You did nothing. I did nothing. You did exactly what you should have
2: done. It did throw me off. A couple of things over the years with mannequins threw me off. One, we suddenly started cutting their heads off. <laughs> mannequins have no heads, <laughs> right? I guess. Yeah. Secondly, we started giving mannequins nipples. That has become right? a thing. Yes. So you'll be like in a women's section and, and the mannequin guy who's
1: aroused. <laughs> yeah.
2: Cuz the mannequins have pokies go poking through their shirts. <laughs> <That's> so true. <laughs> There's a lot changed over the years in the mannequin industry. A lot has changed. You thought it was just the mannequins that you uh, saw in the 2000s? No. We either... Nothing
1: is the same as the 2000s anymore.
2: We either they either have no heads or they have space look like aliens. My good alien
1: heads. That is just funny.
2: Yeah. Hmm. All right, Jerry. That's it? Yeah, that's all we got. It's fine. I just
1: spoke for four hours. I'm good.
2: Let's do the warm-up program. Right. I did that with CeeLo today, but uh, Gio is back tomorrow, so
1: you'll be back tomorrow in the warm-up chair, Jerry. You want to laugh? Yes. You know what just popped up on the AP feed? What's that? And this is not the thing. This is just ironic. Nothing's okay. listening to us. It literally just popped up at uh, 21 after the hour. French rioters storm Louis Vuitton company after we just spoke that about, is bizarre over still, pension reform there's still rioting in france over that stuff yes so it just came up literally moments ago hmm. ha, that's wild anyway yes you and silo which i did enjoy i listened to a lot of it i enjoy i have uh, Celo. We, uh, we we're b- both talkers he Nine does hour. a good job <laughs> yeah i mean
2: better on that peter schwartz that day jerry did you hear that one uh peter oh, know, peter Peter.
1: <laughs> peter Peter one well, I'll be back tomorrow.
2: I will say I, I am sure that I overcompensate when Peter's in here because I wasn't, I haven't worked with him a lot, so I probably sure. talk a lot more than
1: he's probably normal. trying to find his way. Yes,
2: I, I'm sure I don't give him much of a window other than just stopping
1: dead and going Peter. <laughs> well, in fairness, there was three seconds of silence
2: because <laughs> I did one of those things like that reporters do to athletes. I made a statement and yes. stopped. I didn't ask him a question. I know you didn't. But, I, you were,
1: but there's a difference <laughs> when you're trying to have a conversation. Yeah. It doesn't. You're not interviewing Peter. No. You're supposed to be having a conversation. Yes. So say something.
0: <laughs> All right, Jerry, warm up next This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?
1: It's played, before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday.
0: We're known for being polite. So we give you a chance to talk too. Call the fan at 877 337 6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com.
3: Good
1: morning, campus.
0: Good morning, Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long. And most days it doesn't suck. Good
2: morning, everybody. If I'm the first voice you hear, that means Jerry's not here. He's actually here, but he's hosting with. The birthday boy, Boomer size. Is that right? Yeah. TV, wow. let me know that uh, today is Boomer's 62nd birthday. How about that? Happy birthday, Booms. Happy, no one loves a birthday more than Eddie Scazzeri, oh, so let's save that yeah. for when uh, Boomer shows up. <laughs> uh, he'll be hosting, though, with uh, Jerry today as Gio was, uh, took some
3: trip somewhere. He'll be back tomorrow. Happy,
1: Happy birthday, Dick. <laughs> yeah.
3: There you go. Did I? We, did he ever say on the? I forget now. On the air, where he was Not going? Not sure. From, he kept talking about the flight he was going to catch, right. or the weather of where the plane was coming from. Yeah,
2: and I don't even know where he went. He either yeah, went to the, we to the Bermuda or, or the went. Bahamas. It's what the
3: Bermuda or the Bahamas.
2: He either went to the Bahamas or Bermuda <laughs> or something like
3: that. Got it. Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, he'll be back tomorrow.
3: Now, will you be getting a Fudgy the Whale cake for Boomer today?
2: Um, you're probably angry I, that I just brought that up. Yeah, I mean, I All legitimately right. just found out it was Boomer's birthday. So no, when an TV,
3: I kind of feel like,
2: you know, one of the salespeople in the office always brings Boomer a cake. Right. That's yeah, they should handle of, that.
3: Yeah, they're you, coming in. If the, you're going to start that, you can't just stop it. Plus, like right now, we can't go. Get, no, a I can't go get a fudgy the whale cake. So when the regular business hours folks come in, yeah, they that should one. be part of their responsibility. Correct. Yes.
2: Plus, if you become the person getting the fudgy the whale cake, you can't then just stop doing it. So that.
3: they started that. See, I just thought that was something Boomer demanded one day because well, he we, loves fudgy the whale. I know. Cake. I got it one year. I
2: know Eddie picked one uh, up one yeah, year. Yeah. But then uh, this other person started every time, and mm. I was like, "All right, your responsibility well, now." We'll
3: see if that person comes through today. My hands are clean. That's right. Not my problem. Not my problem. <laughs> Uh, CeeLo, we have
2: so much sports going
3: on Your right now. Your show
2: sheet is, I mean, it's amazing. There's, I mean, it's it,
3: like split into different yeah. sections. There's I a categorized lot going on. It yes
2: on my show sheet. Yeah. I've got uh, I've got games going on today. Mm-hmm. I've got games starting tomorrow. I've got news broken down into baseball, basketball, football. Uh, I don't have any hockey notes, but today you get Mets-Dodgers. That's a late game. That's a ten ten start. No one's going to see that. They have some uh, red-headed, curly-haired fella named Dustin May pitching for the Dodgers. That's today. right. That guy's a total freak show. A total
3: freak show? A total, a freak, total show. freak show. Wow.
2: I might t- I might wake up early and put it on just to see his freak show hair. <laughs> then you got Knicks, I'm sorry, Nets Sixers.
3: Mm-hmm. Then you got Islanders Hurricanes. Yes. That's today. Do you know where the Hurricanes play, out? Carolina. I know people love that. Oh, it's in, in it's Carolina. The There's two Carolinas. I know. Do you know which one well, or then, which city? Well, they're in? Why didn't they? Why don't they tell well, us? Well, they represent both Carolinas, oh, but do you know right?
2: which one and which city they that, play? I'm going to uh, say that the Carolina Hurricanes play in South Carolina. That's incorrect. Damn it! <laughs> they play in. Ra- uh, they play in Raleigh, North Carolina?
3: Yes. Nailed it. So, wow! You guessed the wrong state, but then nailed the city. Right
2: mm. now, I could not think of another city in North Carolina. You can. not so. so then,
3: you don't know where the uh, Carolina Panthers play. Then they play in Durham Hills. No. Charlotte. Charlotte. Also ah, North right, Carolina. Charlotte. Charlotte. So South Carolina gets stiff. Yeah. Total no professional stiff. teams. They're like, we'll call it. They got the Gamecocks down there, though. We'll, so we'll call it
2: Carolina so you kind of feel like you're involved. Mm-hmm. And then uh, tomorrow you got Yankees Angels, Knicks Cavs game two, yeah, Rangers forbidding. Devils kickoff.
3: Knicks and Cavs need that second day off after the first playoff game. I know it's a TV thing. I get it.
2: So I am looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven local games between that, between now and... Uh, well, yes, because we had all running. five
3: winter sport teams yes. make the playoffs, and you got the two baseball teams going. Very impressive. Yeah. Very impressive. Lots to digest. Lots to discuss. There is uh, a lot let's, of items. Let's Sorry. start with the Yankees. <laughs> very chatty here. Let's
2: start with the New York Yankees. Garrett Cole
3: looking very impressive yesterday. He, at yesterday, how yeah. about basically every start so far this year? Yes, but yeah, yesterday was sort of the cherry on top through the first four starts for him. Yeah, I mean, to see a complete game. In a, Major whoa. League Baseball what in 2023. Is yeah. With 10 strikeouts. With
2: 10 strikeouts. I mean, he was working. Yeah. That is impressive. And I saw John Heyman tweeted this yesterday after the game. Two hours, seven minutes Tremendous. long. I mean. That's how you do that's baseball. Right up,
3: that is how you do baseball. My goodness. The, you know how you don't do baseball? How's that? Friday night in Oakland, <laughs> 17 walks from A's pitchers. Yeah. Thank God for the pitch clock. Still three and a half hours. Not to go off topic, but yeah, seventeen. Homan, seventeen um, walks issued by the A's, and Friday. seventeen runs for the Mets. <laughs> right. That's yeah. a Friday
2: night. <laughs> I like watching that type of baseball yeah, too. Yeah, well,
3: I was up uh, doing S and Y from home. Yeah. Thank God it was on Zoom. We wrapped up at about quarter after two. <laughs>
2: I like kind of both of those things. I like the Garrett Cole ten strikeout. Complete game domination, mm-hmm. and I like seventeen runs, a
3: slugfest. Yeah, but that was more a walk. F- I mean, Lindor for Francisco Lindor was a slugfest, but in general, it was a walk fest. It was, and Kodai sanko wasn't particularly sharp either. So, but the Mets get a sweep, baby. They did. Yeah, they did. First
2: of yeah. all, everyone's always complaining about the Oakland A's stadium.
3: Yeah, it's a
2: dump. I will tell you that visually on television, it looks beautiful. Well, it's
3: in California.
2: Right, but I'm just saying like the field itself, the playing surface,
3: the way it looks on TV, it looks great. Are there a lot of big league fields that don't look great on TV? No, but people are always like acting
2: like that place is like well, uh, it's not got potholes in it.
3: Not the field, the the the, the, st- the stands, the yeah. stadium, the uh the, you know, the vibe in the building, you know, the amenities, the So big deal, the,
2: the bathroom's back up and it smells like feces. Big deal. There's a possum
3: living in the... I was going to say, bro, they got possum poop in the broadcast booth. I mean, doesn't that kind of, <laughs> of sp- sum it up?
2: <laughs> one possum gets in the, in the broadcast booth. <laughs> do we think it's one possum? Poops all over the place and all of a sudden the whole stadium stinks. And do we say possum or a possum? It's possum. But it's spelled with the O, right? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it is. I used to say opossum oh, when I was that's, a kid. That's a little strong. Near where I lived, the possums lived in the sewers. Okay. Oh, what a well, s- well, there you go.
3: <laughs> what a scuzz <laughs> they animal. They right
2: at home in the A stadium. <laughs> what, that is a scuzz animal, a possum. I'm kidding. Right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, that's not natural to live in a sewer. Shouldn't possum uh-huh. live in trees
3: or I don't know. Is this, in the woods? I don't think the only place they live is the sewer, is it? No. They are an ugly animal as well. Oh, yeah. Anything endearing about the possum? Or no, I mean, possum?
2: people, I, I do see uh, some do of my do? animal friends will often post about the possum because it's an unattractive animal. Do they serve some
3: sort of I don't purpose know. in the food chain that helps? i tell you this, a baby possum is adorable. I'm not, I'm not sure I've ever seen a baby possum. I've seen photos of Why? baby possum. Why? Why have you seen photos? Because of...
2: the, the people who, there are certain people that I am friends with, uh, and then I follow them on social media, and they, they often post, post about animals, of baby
3: possums. Yes, infant possums. I have seen infant possum photos. Wow. That's correct, and All they're right. adorable. Cool.
2: So, just because there's one one living in the Oakland Coliseum. We all of a sudden claim the whole place is a dump. Meanwhile, I put it on TV. It looks, it looks just as nice the field as does. any yeah. stadium I've ever seen.
3: But aren't they in one of those situations now where like they've basically closed off the upper levels? They've got the tarps up there, yes, you know, so that makes it look very uniform. You know, they get the Oakland A's yeah. tarp. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, you like that. Yeah, <laughs>
2: right. Great. yeah. These stadiums are too big for the most part. Most stadiums <laughs> yeah, here are half we empty. Go. Here we go. Overwhelming. Most stadiums are half empty. So uh, I'm just saying, like.
3: Maybe we don't knock it down. Let me see how the Mets, how they did attendance-wise out there this weekend. Now, I do know that L- Oakland L- is L- is one of those stadiums that wow. has a,
2: a lot of room in the foul foul it's areas. Probably the
3: most, yeah. yeah. They had more than 11,000 at all three games. See that? That feels like a lot for them. That does feel like a lot. Yeah, a lot of room. A lot of room in the...
2: I don't like a lot of room in the foul areas because I think a foul ball should be a foul ball. It shouldn't be a pop-up. Okay, but in you know that, that stadium, stadium... In that stadium, it is. Probably, uh, it's an out. Uh, yeah. Which that's, stinks.
3: That's what makes them unique.
2: Got a lot of room to cover out there.
3: By the way, what the hell is up with Giancarlo Stanton? He's got another soft tissue injury. We've, we neg- neglected to do our pool this year. Doing what did he? he Who I, the hell knows? I ever saw with him hit a home yeah, runner, or hit a ball fine. off the wall, yeah. and then all of a sudden, a missile. Hear, one of those you know a, yeah, balls that barely got off the ground. Yeah. Yes, right. And then
2: they go oh, this he's weekend.
3: Here. Yeah, great. Not only grade two.
2: By the way, I, Four I or know six weeks probably. Michael K. For whatever reason is uh, is battling with the blog awful announcing. Okay, because off My, Michael K. Commented on the long haired Bat Boy from the other day uh-huh. and was joking saying, "Why does he get to have long hair in the Yankee uniform?" He wasn't calling for the Bat Boy's job, but I guess <laughs> awful People announcing are sensitive. Awful, yeah. didn't
3: he have that thing with the staffer over the yes. over there recently? Okay,
2: so awful announcing wrote a blog about him. So then he called them a bunch of ass wipes. Ass wipes? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Where did he say that?
2: I don't know, but I I saw them write about that. Wow. So then Giancarlo (laughs) Stanton hits this. There's not a single person who didn't think that was a home run. Yeah. I mean, he, how that didn't get out of the park. I don't know. And then they wrote another blog about how he completely, Mishandled the and called it a home run. That looked like a home run. Sorry.
3: Yeah, and let's be honest. He's not the first one who had that happen to him. So. Right.
2: And that's something for John Sterling because people like to mock John Sterling. Sometimes a ball is hit so hard. Right. You have not like you. And and we've then seen other, it time and time again from Stanton. Yes, and then other times, like I know, um, one of the Lindor home runs this weekend. Maybe he only hit the one. Looked like it could have been a, just a long fly ball, and then it ends up in like the second deck. Never know. You never know. Gotta let it play out. Hard to tell. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that really screws you up. If you if you've been a baseball fan for a long time, and you've never gone to a game, and then you go to a Met or Yankee game, everything looks like a depth home run. perception. <laughs> well, it
3: depends on where your seat is, but yes, a lot of this, a lot of the seats, you hey, you have no idea. It's like, and that's why the crowd reacts. Yeah, ball so, in the oh. air. Yeah, and it's, and it's like a, a routine. Yeah, right. Can of, of corn, ah, as they say. Ah, like that's right, I got it. Beat me to it. Can of corn. Guy right in his tracks. Yep. Basically, you know, biting his, picking his fingers as he's waiting for the ball to come down in his glove. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So casual. A couple other things from the Yankees this weekend.
2: We had Domingo Herman getting uh, checked. That was very... Multiple. Did you,
3: did you go through your highlight package for that I did go through game? my packages yeah, that was, for that. That was a scene. Uh, they kept, a, they checked them twice, I guess, right? Well, at the end of the, I think it was the third inning. Yeah. They basically, they checked him and said, hey, you need to go wash your hands, because there was know, something that they was, yeah, a little too, well, he said he's got a rosin oh. bag, yeah. So they basically tell him, you gotta go wash your hands, and then I think when he came back out for the fourth, they followed yes. up, and basically, I guess one of the fingers still had some stuff, and they got annoyed. We told you to wash your hands. I don't blame Rocco Baldelli one bit, by the way. So because- he didn't like,
2: what, that you had already warned him? And uh, He
3: didn't like that. Well, wait a sec. This guy had something that led you to say you need to wash your hands, and you're still not clearing him, yet you're going to let him go back out <laughs> on the mound after you told him to wash his hands. And beyond that, then the length of discussion, Boone's out there, the translator's out there, Anthony Rizzo's out there, all the umpires. It's like this caucus on the field, and it's like, what are we doing here? I mean, And then they let him continue have, to pitch. Right, yeah, and he was in the middle of pitching a perfect game at the time as well.
2: And, and the Twins were trying to throw him off his game. I think. That's what that Rocco
3: Baldelli whatever his name is. Uh, it's the manager of the manager. Twins. He used to play for the Rays. I was he gonna say established I baseball career. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say right. I
2: actually recall him playing for the Rays. That's correct. How about that? Yeah. Um, so I feel like it didn't throw Domingo Harmon off though. No. He still com- continued to pitch and pitch well. I mean, think about this Yankee I, pitching performance. But wait, this how weekend. is it
3: him throwing him off his game? That they, they check these guys this is a I know, standard but when they make up
2: when they make a big stink about it.
3: But again, if you're the opposing manager you tell, you telling me if that was going on with the Twins pitcher and Boone saw that occur, he wouldn't come out and he do would, it. He Aaron just Boone did it loves, recently over a replay situation and he went nuts. He was out there pointing fingers and yelling and screaming and got himself run in the Aaron, first inning of the game. Aaron
2: Boone loves to get thrown out of games for things he's completely
3: wrong about. I think he just thinks, let me show the guys I'm behind. Well, them. That happens sometimes. And Baldelli even said after the game, like, once this all went down, there was. I told them, like, I'm not going back to the dugout until you throw me out of the game. That happens. They'll, they, the, the umps don't always want to run you.
2: I wouldn't do it But then, the I'd manager like, will
3: say, like, "Hey, now, I'm not leaving until you, because they know at that point I have to get thrown out on principle, and he even used that word afterwards. So it's like, I'm going to just stay out here and rant and rave and scream and yell and curse until you give me the gate.
2: I would have uh, just kept him in the game, man. Eh? You're going to have to physically assault me for me to throw you out. <laughs> That's what I would tell him. You're going to have to open hand slap me in the face. Yeah. And then you'll get run for multiple games. Yeah. So just think of these Yankee pitching performances this weekend. Domingo Herman taking a perfect game into like the fifth inning, right? Right. Garrett Cole yesterday. Yeah.
3: Whoever pitched the other days, I mean, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. How quickly you forgot? I did forget. So Nestor Cortez pitched Friday. Yes. But you already forgot what happened on Thursday. Well, Thursday, your boy Jahani. Rito, oh yeah, well we were here bond. Friday. Yeah, but that was part of the series. Oh, You're part like, of these oh, Yankee pitching Performances. Oh, right. They did lose the first two games That's of the series. That's true. Right, did right? I forget Play about Holmes, those. Though. You know, basically soiled himself yeah, on uh, Friday night. So that was a problem. I was thinking more of the weekend. Gotcha. And by weekend, I mean Saturday, Saturday Sunday. Sunday. The games they won. The back to back games. Well, yeah, yeah those, back-to-back games those games.
2: The back to back games. So two
3: fifths of the rotation. Got it. Okay.
2: Correct. They really nailed it down. Then Anthony Volpe had himself a nice couple of games uh, Friday, Saturday. Yes. getting on base. Had his first home run. Uh-huh. S- stealing bases like crazy on yeah. Saturday. And he gets on.
3: Yeah, he's been, he's I think, seven for seven.
2: Uh, when I was talking to Jerry about this, or maybe it was you last week, about this, uh, these
3: new rules for throwing over mm-hmm. the first base, that's advantage to the runner. Yes, that's why you're seeing more stolen bases. Yes. Yeah. But I like stolen bases. So we got to throw all these stolen base stats right out there. Right. Like, oh, the most amount of steals yep. in the first month since whoever. And I was well, like, the, well, there's a reason why.
2: With the Volpe one, it was the first Yankee with three stolen bases in a game since Ichiro Suzuki. Is that right? In 2012. A uh-huh. long time ago. It's 11 years ago now.
3: And I, well, Do he the was, math. There was some other youngest with, I guess, six or six for six. I don't remember. Or three. In a, youngest with three in a game since God knows. I don't know. Whatever. But obviously it wasn't. Your nugget's different, because Ichiro was not a nugget. young man when he played for the Yankees. And then uh, he also
2: hit a home run, Anthony Volpe, Friday, and yeah. we got a new John Sterling call, which people were very confused about. Should we
3: pull that up included. quickly, if I can? Or yes. Do you I don't like do
2: that John Sterling keeps just doing stuff in Italian. Uh, like, well, come on.
3: I guess he likes Italian. You know? We speak American here. English, yeah, understood. So let's see. Today's the 17th, so this would have been the 14th? Yeah, 14th. Friday the 14th. Friday the 14th. Yeah, his first round, and by the way, he and Judge went a back-to-back. That's right. And a belly-to-belly. People were playfully knocking Judge, like, can't even let the kid have his moment. (sighs) All right, here's the long version. You
0: ready? Okay. Here we go. 1-0. Swung on, a high fly to deep left center. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone.
1: (laughs) Anthony Volpe's first home run in the major
0: leagues. Anthony Volpe, a spectacular O.G. No, the Fox Sox one to left, and the Yankees take an
2: immediate one nothing lead. I mean, uh, luckily, yeah. I read a nice, detailed article about sure, all these, no idea. these things. And it said uh, uh, it means, in in Italian, Volpe means Fox. And the other words that he said there mean putting on a show today. Okay. So the fox is putting on a show today. That's a long way to go.
3: It is. It is.
2: Long I find that
3: uh, these John calls seem to be getting more intricate as yeah. we go along. I like the ones that are just about show tunes. Yeah, but even that, that it's like a you know show tune from 100 years ago. Yes. Like, <laughs> they are uh, o- older. That he remembers well and the rest of us not so
2: much. He's a show tunes guy.
3: Well, Yeah. I he, get it. He loves to put on a good show tune And Susan album. has the you know the musical performing background right. as well. So she's up on those things. So. I'd
2: love to see them do a play together.
3: Yeah. A musical. That'd be great. The John and Susan musical. I'd be all for that.
2: Let's take a quick break here, CeeLo. Uh, we come back. I've got some. Uh, we'll do a little more on the Mets. We've got some more. Uh, a little basketball action. Yes. I've got uh, some other items. A couple other of items. items. Uh, yeah, a lot uh, of and items.
3: then at uh, 8 o'clock. I'm sorry. 6 eight. o'clock. <laughs> You throw it off, there's one clock that's wrong out there. Six o'clock. It already says it's after seven, so oh. I think that's what happened.
2: At 6 a.m., Boomer will be here with Jerry today. It's a Boomer Jerry day. Oh, uh, That'll be right at the top, six o'clock. All right. Oh, hi. Welcome back to the warm-up program. That's Sammy Hagar screaming his face off in Van Halen. I'm with CeeLo
3: today. Good morning, CeeLo. Good morning. Before you continue, I forgot to ask when we were discussing Gary Cole's gem from yesterday. Did you see him demolishing bananas again in the dugout yesterday? Oh, man. Late in the game, came in, just snapped one in half. (laughs) They cut away from him for a second. They come back. Gone.
2: So you, did, you, they, saw the,
3: you saw the thing last year, yes, right? I remember he, like, last just, year. You know, He was down like a possessed human. Why yeah. would
2: they cut away from that? I want to see a guy
3: no, smashing bananas I don't know. I think they face. just said, oh, hey, he's got the banana again. And they figured, all right, we'll come back to it. Maybe will yeah. show a pitch. I forget what it was. And when um, they came back, he'd already gone f- right in there. He yeah. needs his potassium.
2: Oh, clearly. you got to suck down the potassium 100%. in the game. And cool. also,
3: the key to this amazing start he's on, yeah. 4-0, ERA under 1. The haircut. I know you're big on this. Big uh, on the haircut. You're big on the yeah. haircut. A lot of pictures. I better not see that flow come back this year. No, he did it for a couple years. Started in Houston. He brought it here. He continued it. It's fine. What? Just stick with what's working. You Right, exactly.
2: And it, when it no longer is working, if you want to grow it out, the flow. If you're like losing, then you do that. You gotta yeah, change but it, it. Takes
3: up. a long time to to do that. To get the flow going, so you really got to commit to that.
2: Yeah. Well, he's committed to the fresh haircut. Yeah. Super fresh. The Yankees got a guy cutting hair in the locker room where they got to go get their hair cut. Oh, I'm somewhere sure else? they have somebody. They there do. might be multiple people. Honestly. Multiple
3: barbers. I wouldn't shock me. You think the Yankees employ a barber? Uh, I'm sure the Yankees. Like, is there a guy? I would guess the Yankees employ a barber. Yeah, but if they if the players want to have their their guy, everyone's got a guy, right? Their yeah. Their guy or gal come in. I'm sure that that's fine.
2: So you're telling me the Yankees have a guy that they pay full time? That's just the
3: barber. Maybe not full time. But somebody that maybe he comes in on, on like Thursdays, on payroll, like every Thursday sure. comes in. Whoever wants a haircut will. That would you. be my. I don't know that for sure. I'm just that would be my guess. You're right though. The guys, certain guys, are very particular about yeah, their hair. They and, are, and, or they might have someone in town they go to. You yeah. know, fresh cut. Are you very committed to your barber? Um, not a specific individual, but I go to the same place. You I'm not, go to a barber or a unisex place? Uh it's a unisex place. Yeah. you know why? It's easy. You know why it's easy? I can take my kids there. It's not a kid's place, but they'll sit and get theirs done, and I can check in ahead of time on the app. Don't have to sit and wait. Oh, that's good. That's why I do that. Yeah, I like it all.
2: I haven't, oh, obviously, I haven't yeah. been a barber in quite You're some your time. your own barber. I'm my own barber. Yeah, I did it
3: last night in the shower. <laughs> that's impressive to me. Do you have a mirror uh, in the shower to do that? No. I see. I would feel like I'm either A, going to miss a spot, or B, cut myself.
2: Well, it's all on feel. So first you just do it, and yeah. then you... Around. Yeah, that's true. Craig taught me that. Okay. Craig Carton's my barber. <laughs> he's the one who told me, What are we doing with this uh, hair? Just he, shave it completely off. He's I was your using, barber whisperer. Yeah, I was just using clippers. And then for a long time, I had mirror to mirror, to look at the back of my head, all that. And then, uh, as he said, <laughs> eventually, you'll yeah. just figure it out. Just embrace it. Yeah. And t- tyranny, same thing. Yeah. In the shower, no uh, mirror. We I, do. We have a number of bald guys, guys, don't we? Tiki. Yeah. Tiki, Tierney, Me. Craig, Sal.
3: Sal, right. Bald, 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 bald. bald, bald, bald. bald. You're bald. Izzo. Izzo, Izzo. bald. Yeah, yeah, but he's still, I feel like his is not as, I, I feel like he leaves a little. He does. He doesn't do like a full, you know. Right. Big he's still situation. using he's clippers. Lazy. He's yeah. lazy. Yeah. He's still using clippers. Yeah. It's a great era to be bald in. A great era. Yeah, it's okay. like a lot of bald I guys. I was like, what? A great
2: era. <laughs> Got it. It's a lot of like it when people look around, they'll like, go, Oh, this guy's bald. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of bald guys. A lot
3: we're, of you guys wear it well.
2: We're half half of us are bald guys. Yeah. Peter Schwartz is bald, but he's still hanging
3: out. He's on. uh balding. He he's not bald. He's balding.
2: <laughs> Definitely balding. Balding. Definitely balding. By the way, Brandon Nimmo looked pretty good out there in the outfield yesterday. So he had two diving catches. Are, is it, are you just uh
3: Getting acquainted with him? Or? No, I just I like to see. Yes, he's very much improved his center field defense yeah. in, over the last let's call it year plus or so. He had two great catches yesterday.
2: Some dude playing left field for the A's had an amazing diving catch. Yeah, and I when I saw the guy on the A's, and I probably should know his name since he made such a nice yeah, diving I probably catch should as well. It really reminded my ear, Kemp. It really reminded me of like <laughs> watching baseball highlights as a kid.
3: What the Like old, this the, week in baseball. Oh, yeah. Just like oh, like the... Uh, I had the VHS tapes I used to watch as a kid. Yeah, like the multiple great catches that
2: you would see in a row. And like could string put one, them together. Yeah, string them together. In one random Mets-A's
3: right. game, he had three That's great catches. Yankee killer, Tony Kemp. Tony Kemp? Yeah. He's had some good games against the Yanks and over here.
2: And even the broadcaster... On his diving catch, goes oh he he dazzled us last year. He's doing it again oh, yeah. on that
3: pristine field they've got out exactly. there. Exactly <laughs> on the pristine field, everyone wants to
2: complain about. Uh, Maybe you guys started showing up the games. We build a new stadium. I guess they're going
3: to Vegas. I, the I think A's? they stopped showing up because oh. of the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that how that works? Yeah, part of it, and the fact that every time they get good, they have to strip the team down because they can't afford anybody. Yeah, that would suck.
2: Like, Oakland, you lost the Raiders and the A's. I mean, what
3: are you doing out there? Uh, Losing multiple franchises, that's a bad look for a city. Yeah, I can't speak to the business side of that. Yeah. I don't know what's causing that, but, uh, Must yeah, be getting dump stadiums dump out, there. out there is a problem. Vegas, to me, doesn't
2: seem like a place for a franchise. Why not? I don't know. They're flocking there now.
3: I know, I guess. Golden Knights. Raiders, LeBron's pushing for an NBA team in Vegas. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Can't we just move a bad NBA team there? Like maybe that's what they'll do. Just uh, pick a pick a spot that uh, I did not know. Like,
2: what about the uh, Brooklyn Nets? Oh, that's not
3: nice. I was don't see do that doing that. I was just taking a jab. at Oh, Evan that there. was more than a jab. Boom. That was like a haymaker, uppercut. <clears throat> I'm watching
2: to see like what the. What the buzz is around NBA playoffs, and there's certainly
3: more buzz around Knicks-Cavs mm-hmm. than there is Nets-Sixers. Sure. Unless well, the you... Nets were like a 10-to-1 underdog in the series. Oh. And they, you know, tried to double Joel Embiid in game one, and all the Sixers did was make 21 threes. Yeah. <laughs>
2: that's a That's going 21 times three is like 63.
3: uh, Yes. That's correct.
2: So 63 points alone off the Just 3 Just off pointers. the three
3: balls. James Harden was reining them in.
2: I was getting some pizza on uh, Saturday night, and they had the Knicks Cavs on.
3: That's the only way you checked it out. I, yeah. It was on the pizza place. Yeah, it was you, cool. Didn't you say you were going to check it out? Yeah, I lied. Yeah, you didn't. I, I, lied. Lied. I lied. But I did end up checking it <laughs> out because it was on in the pizza place. And it was, I was like, look at the Knicks. At what point in the game, though? The Knicks were down. Yeah, but,
2: it was the third, uh, third quarter. Mm-hmm. I had it on. Okay. No, thought,
3: that's not possible. What are you talking about? Because the Cavs went on a run in the fourth, and I distinctly remember I was in the car at this point, driving. Uh, so you're SNY. thinking the Knicks were up in the third quarter? Yeah, because when the Cavs made, and finally went up a point. I believe they said it was their first lead since the first quarter. So wow, you'd be incorrect. On okay, that. unless unless the broadcast team got it wrong. No, no, I, I couldn't
2: hear it. I could got see it. it though. Maybe my eyes were deceiving. Me. Okay, yeah. But I, th- I was impressed. Yeah,
3: the impressed. Knicks were up at the half, and they were ahead somewhat comfortably. And then all of a sudden, I would say middle of the fourth quarter or so, Cavs went on a bit of a run. They ended up with a lead. But then the Knicks closed down the stretch. Yeah. Some Big offensive rebounds. Josh Hart. That's an uh, impressive win on the road. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I like a win on the road. Sure. Now, well, there was, no one knew what to expect from Julius Randle. And while he might have been a little fatigued, didn't have his full wind, he looked as far as... The health of the ankle went looks pretty good. Pretty
2: good. I remember all last week, Boomer kept saying he didn't even want him playing unless he was a hundred percent.
3: Well, he looked. I mean, I did not see him favoring it or anything like that. So you would think he's just got to get his stamina back. So I thought that was like a not a house money game, but like, hey, you're playing on the road. Hey, exactly. Take a shot, and they they got it done.
2: And they got it done. Now they'll play it tomorrow night in Cleveland, and again. that's why he's got an extra two, you know, the extra day of rest, extra now. rest
3: day, and you see if you can steal two road wins. Now, a 7.30
2: start is pretty good. You got the Net Sixers tonight's 7.30 start.
3: Charles Barkley,
2: not a fan of these late-starting NBA games. Yeah. In particular, he took game at the Denver Nugget game.
3: Right, that was 10.30 our time last night.
2: Yeah, which was a 8.30 locally. Yep. And he's saying, uh, quote, we got to have some respect for the fans at some point. It ain't fair for the people in Denver to be playing at 8.30 at night and they got to go to school tomorrow. Good point. Yeah, I don't disagree, but
3: this has been the case for how long now? I know, a long time. Like, a lot of times we get playoff games like, you know, baseball postseason here in New York, 8 o'clock. Yeah. Which really turns into 8.07, 8.15. And pre-pitch clock, that game's on end until midnight. Right, now we got the pitch clock, though. We're moving things along now. Yeah, but the NBA games, unless they go to overtime, usually move along a pretty decent pace. If you say so. Under three. Speaking of the pitch clock,
2: I thought it was pretty cool. The uh, the umps hit uh, Cody Bellinger with a pitch clock violation while he was getting an ovation for his return to the to, See, uh, now, you Dodger think Stadium. You
3: think that's pretty cool? Yeah, I like cool. that. Ah, <laughs> get in the box, you <laughs> fool. <laughs> we got a game to go. I get it's a rule. They don't want to make exceptions, but, mm-hmm. like, come on, man.
2: Cody Bellinger comes to bat. It is the first yeah. appearance. Crowdless tries to do something nice for him. <laughs> Bang, he's in the hole right, out, right away. down All in the and one. Yeah. Get back in the box, <laughs> son. <laughs> then there was another... Uh, there's like an assault on pitchers and batters. Pitchers beaming batters. Batters hitting balls back at the pitcher. Uh, Brewers, umpires getting hit. Umpires getting hit. Yeah. Uh, we got Brewers reliever Gus Varland hit on the right hand. And then ricocheted off his jaw. God. hundred five mile per hour line drive hit by Manny Machado. That's brutal. Now he said that his wrist took the
3: absorbed the most of <laughs> So the jaw escaped. Would have, probably better the wrist first than yes. the jaw. Yeah. Right? you don't want to be like, yeah. oh the jaw took most of the impact. So Now I was it his pitching wrist or his glove hand wrist? Uh-uh. You don't know. It was okay. hit on the right hand. You don't know if he's a righty or a lefty. Though. I'm gonna get if I were a betting man. I'm gonna say he's a
2: righty. Well, odds are because otherwise less lefties than righties. Less lefties. Plus, if he got drilled with a line drive on his glove hand, he probably would have caught it. Or uh, no, not necessarily. Not if it, how hard was it hit? What was it? 105. Yeah, that's impressive. When a pitcher, when it, you hit a, a screaming liner back at the pitcher, and they just snag Sometimes it.
3: Sometimes it's just pure luck. Pure luck. Yeah. Like where either it's either. Like instinct reaction, or the ball literally just happens yeah. to go where the glove is.
2: I love when a, when a guy like will get a screaming liner hit right back to the pitcher, and he casually just right. snags it, and then casually the ball, yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> throws it to the third base and they get around the horn. Like, yeah. yeah, we got two down. We're yeah.
2: Good. Yep. Meanwhile, his heart's probably going. Oh yeah, but he's playing it cool. Yeah, yeah, very shaken. Oh, this is uh I was upset to read this uh, on uh, Saturday morning when I woke up and I go to my news feed that the Tampa Rays lost. I was so bored for them just breaking this. Setting uh the new uh, modern-day yeah, record. I wanted them to. So now they're tied. Now the next time somebody uh, goes 13-0, it'll be the 23 Rays, the 87 Brewers, and the 82 Braves.
3: It's getting to be a mouthful. Yes. Need someone to get to, what, 14? Need 14. Yeah. Maybe next year.
2: I guess we'll try again next year. Maybe the, the
3: twenty. You threw me off. The twenty-three, 23 race. That's weird. It's, it's, scary it's here. weird. Yeah.
2: It's weird to think that we're in uh, twenty-twenty. I was saying to my
3: wife over the weekend. Yeah. I don't know why I just said it that way, over over the weekend. Over the weekend. Over over, weekend. Over, I'm here over the weekend. Like, we're gonna be those people you know, down the road somewhere. They're like, "Oh, you were born in the 1900s. Wow. Oh my! <laughs> the way we think about people from the eighteen hundreds. Right. Yeah. And she's like, "Well, there'll be a lot of us." I'm like, "Yeah," but think about it. Like nineteen eighty-six. If it, were, like, for to put it in context, if it was 1886, we'd be those people that were born not that far removed from the freaking right. Civil War. Correct. So, yeah, that's not what you want.
2: Yeah, like, 1923 does not feel like 100 years ago. It, it is doesn't. I, I did the math.
3: You did but you didn't live through it. So how? Did I didn't you live know? through it, but
2: it didn't. See, like eighteen hundred seems a really long time ago. It
3: is a really long time ago.
2: Like you told me, eighteen twenty three. That's a long time. But ago. wait a second, nineteen
3: twenty three doesn't feel like a hundred years ago. No, but think about like those Yankee teams of the like Murderers Row. You know, like it was where well, it was twenty seven Yankees was after Correct. that. Doesn't that feel like over a hundred years ago? Babe Ruth uh, and Lou Gehrig. That does. Yeah, well, Babe Ruth seems like a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm.
2: Fair point. Yeah. Let's take a break, CeeLo. Uh, and then I've got a couple of, uh, I've got a, a NFL note that I'd wow. like to get your take the NFL. on. I've got, uh, actually I actually have two NFL notes oh. I'd like to get your okay, take on. Time. Uh time. A little more on the Mets and Yankees. We'll do a little preview of some of the big, ti- big time sh- local sports going on this local evening. Sports, And then uh, Boomer will be here at 6. It's his 62nd birthday. Back from Lake Placid. By the way, 62, he could retire, so we better hope. Hope
3: he doesn't. He'd be a little shy, though. No, no. You can retire at sixty-two. You can, but yeah. to get the full. Oh, the full 65, benefit. I don't right? think I don't think he needs the full benefit. Well, you never I don't know. Don't think
2: he needs the Social Security full benefit. I Hila. agree,
3: but some people, principle.
2: Uh, Boomer, and uh, that's true. principal. Uh-huh. you owe me that money. Yeah, I've thought about that. Like when I do, I, I'm taking Social Security the second it's el- I'm eligible. <laughs> I don't care if it's less money. What if okay. I die? What if I'm dead? Or they run out of. When, ever since I
3: was a little kid, what if I time
2: I kept hearing we were running out of social security.
3: Yeah, still here. So I'm taking it still the minute I can get it. Don't want that uh, well to dry up. I do right not. before you get to the correct front of the line. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All
2: right, uh, Boomer and Jerry at six. Welcome. Good morning. This is the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. I normally do this with Jerry Recco. He's got a Rutgers game or something. I don't
3: <laughs> right. know where is he. Uh, Jerry is in the uh, in the uh, bullpen right now, mm-hmm. prepping. Probably listening to music. Oh yeah. All he's doing is prep work. Prepping his sheet together for the day. He's uh prepping, he's going through all of your sports to make sure he's on it because he yeah. is hosting with Mr. Boomer Assison as Gio is on vacation and will be back tomorrow. A sheet to try and things he needs to try and use to get Boomer's attention, yes, about midway through the show or so. <laughs> you know, Boomer's gonna be locked into Rangers Devils, <laughs> even though that's not till tomorrow night, right.
2: Uh, let's see. I see, oh, a couple people reached out to me on the social medias to let me know, you know, we were talking about how Oakland sucks because they <laughs> lost the Raiders and they're about to lose the A's. They're
3: going to bring up, go ahead. They mentioned they also lost the Warriors. I was going to, I didn't, you had kind of moved on and I was like, weren't they in Oakland? But they moved across the bridge to and San it was Francisco because so. they didn't, they were weren't called the Oakland right. Warriors. Yes. Golden State. They're Golden State They're Warriors. They're still Golden State, and they just hopped across the, what yeah. is it, the bay there, right? Yep,
2: right across the bay. When I think of Golden State, I still think of the serial killer, Golden State Killer. Sure, yeah. So it's Golden State Warriors, Killers. Golden State Killer. killer. Those One are killer. the only two things linked to Golden Nothing State. Nothing else. That used to be a fun, like, sports trivia. People would be like, name a franchise that's not named after, a, that's not named- A state or a city? state or a city, yeah. How many Golden are It was Golden State there?
3: Warriors. That's it, Right? Is I feel there like there was one? another one, but probably I can't think of it All right. off the top of my head. Before you continue with your items and your sports stuff, my um, items, yep. gentleman on Twitter reminded me, we had to follow up. How did the big uh, Springsteen situation go on, was it Friday, right? Good
2: question. Uh, Mr. Jerry Recco, who's hosting with Boomer, uh, has slated this for a... Okay, non- for, I got it. Well, I'll give you a preview, because you're going to want to tune in, at 8.45. Oh.
3: It did not go well. <laughs>
2: I can tell you that. Okay, I went So to that's a
3: dedicated segment later. Dedicated this morning. segment. Okay, good. I'll look forward to that. I went
2: to see Bruce Springsteen at Prudential Center, floor seats, Friday okay, night. Okay,
3: so you you went. I went. Dan did not. Dan and Carteret did not sell his ticket. Did not sell his he, tickets. He sold you his for face value. Yeah, and we and went you were together. there with him. I was there. with the him. Just the two of you.
2: Uh, and we, but we were in the standing
3: room. But I'm Lee saying section. like yeah. Okay, but they I were, met he him. He didn't there. have a friend. You didn't bring Gina. Correct. Right. Okay. Got it was it.
2: just that we only had two tickets. Got it. All right. Started out. I think pretty good. And did, huh. it, 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 did, it did not it, end well. It took well. a turn. It took a turn. Did not end well. I'll give you. This, uh, there was uh, an incident. I'll give you this as a tease. <laughs> I think Dan was mad at me by the end of the night. Wow, which is very bizarre.
3: Is it though? It is. You've got some interesting quirks. I could see yes, that happening. I do have quirks, so then I, I could see that. I could say, I don't know why it. I don't know why he was mad at you. I'll find out later he, on. But. he
2: made a major, major, error. That's your error. <laughs> this is a major. <laughs> and there's not a single person
3: that will hear this story that will disagree with me. But he's mad at you. So in his in his mind, he didn't make an error.
2: Right. I think he was so oblivious that he didn't know how major of an error he made. Okay. And it wasn't to me. And he's dug in now, I'm sure.
3: Probably. You. He could seem like there's some stubbornness to his game. And I could see, I know how you can be yes. when you have a strong take on something. Right. Listen, I told I I told you when I went to see Bruce Springsteen at Madison Square Garden, Gina
2: said I felt like I went to the show alone <laughs> because I <laughs> don't pay any attention to anyone who's with me. Yeah. I'm locked in.
3: Right. Plus you have your like bathroom breaks planned out yep. for certain songs. Certain
2: songs, bathroom breaks. So. But the
3: problem with going to shows
2: is I have a very hard time locking in on the performer and not the Jackasses around me, <laughs> which is everyone that goes to shows. I Everyone, st- everyone,
3: everyone in the building except for you. Yeah. See, and then and Dan, you guys, it's similar, right? I know. Everyone a- in the building's a jackass except for me. And in his eyes, I didn't make a major Correct. error yet. You said everyone else who hears the story will agree that Correct. he made a major error, hundred percent. So the, the both of you don't have any self awareness. Then is what it comes down to. Well, we'll see. All right, we'll see. Eight forty five. Jerry's got that
2: slotted in schedule. Can't wait. The Mets are expected to bring up Brett Beatty today.
3: A little pause in your delivery I just want to make
2: sure okay. I said uh, Beatty and not Batty. Very good. Brett Beatty is the third baseman.
3: Apparently, yeah. the A's broadcast was saying Brandon Nemo instead of Nemo. Brandon Nemo? Mm-hmm. Like, like finding? finding yes. Okay.
2: Yeah. Well, listen. They're uh, they're locals. Maybe that's how they say it in Oakland. Right. You're about to lose your franchise, Oakland. <laughs> what are you going to say about that in that possum nest that you guys play <laughs> <laughs> playing over there?
3: So, um... Who goes? Do the Mets have to drop somebody in order to bring Brett Beatty up? Yeah, unless I'm not saying on their 26 man, if there's already an opening that's going to be filled, I'm not entirely sure. I saw a lot of people. uh, Corresponding uh, move usually. I saw a trending topic of uh, Vogelback.
2: People not happy with his performance. Yeah, yeah. It was a trending topic. I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. By the way, why did Max Scherzer was supposed to pitch? Yeah, I don't uh, know. He was know. supposed to pitch yesterday. Yeah,
3: general soreness.
2: The ailing back is what I saw. Oh, okay. And I ailing saw general back, general soreness. He's going to pitch uh Wednesday <laughs> against the Dodgers.
3: Yeah, so I a couple people we, we this was a bit of a discussion over the weekend and I was like, "Oh, oh right? here we go, you know, now he'll pitch Wednesday, soreness is still there." Yep. I people were like, "No, no, 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 no." Their theory from a few Okay. The the conspiracy theory is that Buck basically said, the A's, we're going to waste Scherzer on the A's. Let's have him pitch against the Dodgers. Oh, okay. Now, in my opinion, in April against a non-division opponent, I don't know that you really need to be manipulating the rotation to get him. But maybe. I, I can't rule it out. Right. Buck Showalter was like, the A's. They stink. Yeah, they suck. Right. We'll throw anybody out there. Pretty much. Pretty much, that's pretty much what they did between Carrasco on Saturday, yeah. who's not been good. No, he's been terrible. And then this fellow—is uh, is it, uh, is it but- Peterson tonight? No, no, no. But yeah, I I gotta get checked the pronunciation of the the uh, the guy who pitches something. Budo, Budo. But- I don't know how it's pronounced. Budo. See, that's a bad job. Buto? you I, mean. I should be prepared. Well, he's got you know he's got the accent over the over the name, so I'm oh, not. I see. It's yeah. Tough to figure. I'm out. I'm never good with that. All Jose right, so we'll see, and a budo, budo. We'll anyway. see Max Scherzer on Wednesday instead, right? Like in the series finale against the Dodgers. Yes. Hopefully, he is over his general soreness. Or you say back? I, say I hope general so. Soreness, yeah. Uh, let me give you a football
2: note before we run out of time, too. Oh, yeah, and that you is had two of them. The freaking Dolphins, freaking, dolphins. are like, you know, old people go from New York to Miami. That's mm-hmm. just what old people do. They yes. move there. That's. All the old Jets are just going to Miami. Now they get Robbie Anderson, who I guess calls himself the chosen one or something. Just chosen. Chosen Anderson, yeah. Chosen Anderson. That's correct. uh, Wide receiver. Uh He's going
3: to the Dolphins. You got Mike White down there. Yeah. There
2: were some other guys, too.
3: I can't think Uh, of their names. Braxton Berrios. Braxton Berrios. Okay, now, if if you might allow me, uh, Mike White, I believe, played some of his college football in Florida. Okay. Braxton Berrios played at Miami, and Robbie Anderson moved to South Florida as a child and I think oh. spent quite a bit of time there.
2: So those would be reasons in Correct. addition to Did you see
3: his video? No. It was like a big reveal. It was like a it was like a gender reveal basically. Oh he where knew he was obviously going. but yeah he, he like he's got a, a bag, like a gift bag and he pulls out a jersey and he's like huddled over it and then he holds up the two a jersey and everyone goes nuts. So but for him it as... a bit of a homecoming so you can understand I think his family was part of it. He did it knowing it was kind of goofy that he was doing it? Or was well, well, he, he serious? Knew it was I mean, this is what he chose to do. And no. I saw the video, I guess, it, on his Instagram. I don't know where it ended up. Yeah. But it somehow made its way to me, and I, I watched it. And the Tua jersey, and it seemed like Pua. everyone was happy and emotional. So, How many games do you
2: think Tua plays in next year? Over, under. Over,
3: under. Let me give you an over, Can under. You
2: give me a number? Of, uh, yes, I'm going to give you a number. Okay. Nine. Over under nine games, Tua is at least takes a snap. So over under play. nine games, if we're going
3: over. he's going to play ten out of yep. seventeen. And
2: that's a lot of games for a guy who gets uh, his head knocked around every once in well, a while. Well, the problem
3: is, I hate to say it this way, but you would think at this point, you know, another concussion. But they're getting special helmets this year. too. I know, but they're already people are already talking about he should never play again. That's so on and so forth. So he played thirteen each of the last two years. I'll take, I'm gonna take, I'll take the over. Good job. I'll take the over. Quick break. Uh, Boomer and Jerry. Sportsman We got a sportsman Sports Minute Minute, first, and it's John Marks this morning. If you want to take a stab at, right. at what John Marks is, hey, talking He's probably here.
2: got some NBA take.
1: It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Oh, hi
2: there. I only have a few minutes, then. Boomer and Jerry Recco a minute or so. Um, I did see this over the weekend regarding Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, that uh, there were reports that Woody Johnson's the one with the cold feet. Because when he saw Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee say he was 90% retired, Woody got nervous. Hard stop. Woody's nervous. That's what I'm hearing. Those are my sources. That's what you're hearing. Remember that? I mean, yeah. I read it on like Awful Announcing yeah, or something. Yeah, right. Exactly. But it's good enough for me. It gives me uh, something to think about. I'd be nervous too. You told me I was going to get a guy and he told me he's 90% checked out.
3: I'm checked but out. But if he's the one with the cold feet, why did Joe Douglas say he's coming <laughs> at the Boomer and Geo live I don't know. There? Huh? Well, because Joe Douglas can't go up there in front of a crowd and go, no, nah, I'm, I'm he not was, sure. He looked pretty confident. I'm not sure. He maybe, he, may, he had to go rip-roaring all in. He's coming. Well, this gentleman sitting to my left has been pretty confident about this uh, all along. I know. I'm so. just saying. Woody's got cold feet. Maybe and he'll when Woody, shoot down your theory here in a when, couple of minutes. And when Woody gets cold feet, things happen, CeeLo. <laughs> things happen feet. or things don't happen. Woody's like, I don't want a guy who's
2: 90% checked out. I want a guy who's 100% checked in. I like check in, not check out.
3: Well, listen. Come out of the darkness. Felt differently. Let's go. No, All in. He felt differently because this Packers done pissed him off. Yeah. And the,
2: and then Aaron and then Woody's it's like. Spite now. And Woody's like, what if his anger
3: subsides and he's retired again? Got to stop overthinking everything here.
0: WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1 New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.